with a three-pointer up and oh. down it. Down it there Pure shooter there. Pure shooter just drained it. Hello, Northwest Iowa, and welcome back to Siouxland Ballcast, the podcast where we talk about nothing but Siouxland Conference basketball. I'm your host, Aaron Hayengay, and just a reminder to check out Siouxland Ballcast on Instagram, at Siouxland Ballcast. On Facebook, we're Siouxland Ballcast, and lastly, on Twitter, at Siouxland Ball. This show is going to be quite a fun one, as state tournament basketball is two days away, so I'm going to take a look at all four classes and uh, what I think is going to happen with the tournament, with every team. And uh, so yeah, 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A. I'm sure most people are excited for 2A, considering that is our Siouxland Conference team, Boyden Hall making it back to state. But uh, we're going to start with smallest to biggest, and we're going to start in 1A. Uh, in this description, I will have the time frame of when I start each class, so be looking for that. But uh, yeah, we're going to start in class 1A, and uh, the game to start that will be... Monday at 9.30 a.m. at Wells Fargo Arena, like every other game, will be between Montezuma and Martinsdale St. Mary's. And uh, real quick before I make my pick, I'm going to take a look and see just what we got ourselves at hand. And uh, so Montezuma, a team I know a little bit about from last year's tournament, and uh, Trey Shear and all those dogs they have there. And they are actually a pretty tough team to play, especially when you got them in the first round, uh, being a five seed playing a four seed in Montezuma. And um, real quick, we're going to head to BC Moore and check out the averages and the conference and everything that Montezuma has. And also, yeah, Martinsdale St. Mary is the team that they are playing. And... Um, so Montezuma is coming in ranked 6th in Class 1A compared to Martinsdale St. Mary's. They're ranked 7th. So this is, this is going to be a really close one. Uh, the total score that they give each team. Uh, for Montezuma, they have a score of 87.87, and then Martinsdale St. Mary's has 87.53. So... Yeah, this is definitely not a going to be a blow by any means. Well, it shouldn't be anyways. And uh, I just like to take a look at the so schedule wise, Martinsdale St. Mary's has a tougher schedule than Montezuma does. Though Montezuma has a better offense, they average seventy one points a game compared to Martinsdale seventy. So not that big of a big of a jump. And then defensive average is a. Uh, 47.56 for Montezuma, and that's a 46.38 for Martinsdale St. Mary. So this one's going to be a very tough one. Uh, Martinsdale St. Mary's has a slight size advantage over Montezuma. And, um, man, this this is really a probably one of the tightest games I'm going to have to predict throughout this entire video. And what a way to start it. So, yeah, Montezuma has a better free throw percentage. They have a better three-point percentage and a better field goal percentage. So I feel like that's going to be huge for them. So uh, 
I would say flip a coin, but I'm going to make a choice. And because of Trey Shearer, I'm going to pick Montezuma with just more talents that they have in Trey Shearer. He'll take him for sure past the first round. So I'm going to take Montezuma over Martinsdale St. Mary's. And then after that game is played, it's going to be between Lake Mills and Wapsie Valley. And I'll give Wapsie Valley some credit. They definitely were not expected to be here, ranked 18th in 1A, while Lake Mills is ranked first. And, um... Yeah, the total score for Lake Mills, it's a 98. For Wapsie Valley, it's an 81. So there's quite a difference there. Uh, then also for Wapsie Valley, their schedule is actually better. They have an 18-7 and record compared to Lake Mills, 23-2. and Offensive rating for them, they average 60 points a game compared to Lake Mills, 73. And then they average 51. They uh, Their defense averages about 51 points compared to... Lake Mills giving up 45. So uh, I'm going to take Lake Mills in this one. They're definitely the overdog. And uh, when the line comes out, I don't think it's going to be very close. But Wapsie Valley, surprise teams this far, they can keep it going. But my pick is going to be Lake Mills beating Wapsie Valley. Uh, as soon as that game is over, it's going to be another game between Bishop Garrigan, Algona, and Springville. Uh, Bishop Garrigan, to get to this game, they beat number two, I think they are number one at the time, South O'Brien. That was, that was quite the shock, and they just blew them out of the water as well. Now, we take a look at these two teams. Bishop Garrigan ranked third in 1A, while Springville is ranked fifth. They're from the Tri-Rivers Conference, while Algona Garrigan is from top of Iowa. Uh, so, yeah, schedule-wise... Uh, that definitely goes to Algona Garrigan, but not by much. They have the 33rd hardest schedule in Class 1A compared to Springville's 35th. Um, offensive average, Algona's averaging 73 points a game compared to Springville's 71. And then they're both averaging 47 points given up. So this one also going to be a very good game. Uh, then I take a look. If it gets this close, I just take a look at like what these teams have done recently. And uh, recently, uh, going to Garrigan, Garrigan, uh, Bishop Garrigan, they beat South O'Brien. So <laughs> give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, before that, they had a good game against Harris Lake Park. Didn't quite cover the spread. And then again against Fort Dodge State Edmond, they definitely covered the spread by seven points. So that tough competition when you're looking at that. And then you have Springville. And uh, recently, their last game was against Packwood, Packwood Perkin, uh, ranked 17th in 1A. They actually did not do so hot against... I mean, they beat them by 7. And then, yeah. I just want to take a look at the stats real quick before I actually make the full decision. Because uh, originally I have Springville, but I'm having my doubts right now. Uh, take a look at Springville. They're at a 48% percentage compared to Bishop Garrigan's 43. Um, Bishop Garrigan shooting 35% while Springville shooting 39 from three. Um, this one's actually a really tough decision. Um, I did put Spring down, Springville down initially, but I think I'm going to change it, especially after the last showing, and I'm going to go Bishop Garrigan taking down Springville. 
So we have that, and then after that one is another game. This is the last quarterfinal game of Monday, for 1A anyways. It's going to be between St. Mary's Remsen from Northwest Iowa taking on West Fork Sheffield. And a quick look at that. We have uh, St. Mary's Remsen. They are ranked fourth in Class 1A compared to uh, West Fork being ranked 12th in 1A. So the total score for Remsen, they have a 92, while Sheffield West Fork is at an 83. So uh, how did they get that? Uh, Remsen St. Mary's is have the 24th toughest schedule in Class 1A compared to Sheffield West Fork, 73rd. So uh, where are you going... Conference, not the toughest conference in class. I mean, Northwest Iowa, but definitely not easy. Uh, so Remsen St. Mary's has the better offensive average. They average 60 points a game, while Sheffield West Fork is ranked 10th, and they, ha- they average uh, 69 points a game. That's nice. But the defense is what really gets me, because West Fork... Gives up about 48 points per game, while Remsen St. Mary's gives up 41. So, uh, really good defenses in this one. And um, Remsen St. Mary's, I would say this is a close one, but considering all the experience that they have at state, I'm going to give it to Remsen St. Mary's after that brutal no call they had last year to uh, kick them out of the state championship. So, give me Remsen St. Mary's over West Fork Sheffield to head into the second round. So now we're going to take a look at the second round and uh, start that one off. First game is going to be, I believe, on the Wednesday. It's going to be on Wednesday, March 11 at 2 p.m. With my predictions, it's going to be Lake Mills and Montezuma. And I don't know, Lake Mills isn't a dominant team. Like, past few years we've had Northland, Grandview Christian just dominates and they're just a clear-cut favorite. Not really this year. It's a close-knit group here in Class 1A. And uh, take a look at Lake Mills and Montezuma. Lake Mills obviously ranked first. Montezuma ranked sixth. Um, Montezuma has the disadvantage in the schedule, but they have a slight disadvantage on the offensive rating and a disadvantage on the defense rating. So why exactly would I pick Montezuma? That's, again, Trey Shearer. <laughs> and then I take a look at um, Lake Mills, and they're supposed to be a little, a little bigger. And um, they have a slight rebound advantage. And uh, then we want to take a look at their scoring in Lake Mills. <sighs> they're shooting more threes, but they're not nearly as efficient as Montezuma. Um, their free throw percentage is a killer compared to Montezuma's 75%, which is pretty good for high school basketball. And uh, I just think if Montezuma can shoot how they usually do, and if these teams play to what they're used to, I think Montezuma will come, will come out on top with uh, Trey Shearer leading the way. And uh, yeah, give me Montezuma for this one. I'm taking Montezuma over Lake Mills in the semifinals to send them to the state championship. Uh, then we take a look at Bishop Garrigan and Remsen St. Mary's. That game we played right after that one. And uh, I take a look at Bishop Garrigan. And um, 
versus, of course, Rams and St. Mary's. They're the three and four with Algona Garrigan, Bishop Garrigan being ranked third, and Rams and St. Mary's being ranked fourth in 1A. Uh, Rems and St. Mary's has the advantage on the schedule. They play a tougher competition with uh, Algona Garrigan having the fifth toughest offense, while Rems and St. Mary's has the 34th toughest offense. But then the defense is what really gets me. Um, Algona Garrigan giving up 47 per game, while Rems and St. Mary's giving up 41. And you take a look at like who are they giving up 41 to on the average. Uh, just some recent games. Uh, Council Bluff, St. Albert. Uh, they gave up 35 points to them. Um, River Valley gave up. They gave up 41 to them. Woodbury Central, 40. Storm Lake, St. Mary's. They only gave up 15 points that game. This is a really tough defense. I think the most they've given up is like 70. Yeah, they gave up 72 to West Sioux, who's in the two-way state tournament. So not bad if that's your absolute worst game on defense. Um, give me Rems and St. Mary's taking it to Bishop Garrigan and a good offensive team. Uh, if Rems and St. Mary's can get decent looks on offense, they will take them down. So give me Rems and St. Mary's over Bishop Garrigan to give us the consolation first. The consolation would be between Lake Mills and Springville. And... Uh, Lake Mills has quite the advantage there, so not really much to say about that one. I think Lake Mills will take Springville. But then we have last year's consolation being this year's state championship between Montezuma and Remsen St. Mary's. And uh, this one's basically a battle of offense versus defense, the uh, Trey Shearer offense of Montezuma versus the whole team of Remsen St. Mary's defense. And... Uh, I just want to take a look at what we would really be getting at this state championship game. Uh, as far as schedule goes, Remsen St. Mary's has the obvious, obvious advantage. Let's take a look at offensive average and um, Montezuma averaging 71 while Remsen St. Mary's is averaging 60. They have the advantage there. Then we take a look at defense and uh, Remsen St. Mary's gives up 41 while Montezuma's given up 47. And remember, this is to a lot lesser competition than what Remsen St. Mary's is playing. So uh, offense wins games, defense wins championships. I think Remsen St. Mary's will finally get the job done this year after going, I believe, four straight times to the state tournament. So I have Remsen St. Mary's over Montezuma. My prediction is Remsen St. Mary's will win the 1A state championship. Moving on, we're going to go to Class 2A. And uh, to start this one off is going to be a 4-30 game. This one's right after the 1A quarterfinals between North Lynn and West Sioux. This one really intrigues me. This one is going to be quite the battle, especially when you see you've been hearing nonstop since 2017 about North Lynn and their press and their high-powered offense. Used to be Jake Hilmer. Now it's his little bro, Austin Hilmer, leading the way. And uh, then you have West Sioux, who, Northwest Iowa, a lot of Siouxland teams play them. So we, we're definitely familiar with West Sioux, and we're also familiar with North Lynn. So that's going to be an exciting one to watch. Uh, West Sioux coming into this one ranks 7th in 1A, while North Lynn is ranked 1, even though this is a 3-7 matchup. 
And um, take a look at the schedule, and West Sioux has the obvious advantage at the schedule. Um, offensive rating, West Sioux's high-powered off- Yeah, you talk about Northland's high-powered offense. West Sioux is only about three points per game lower than them, and they're the one-two as far as offense goes in Class 1A. So that's going to be very entertaining. Then we take a look at the defense, and Northland has the obvious advantage there. Giving up 43 points per game. Uh, then you have West Sioux giving up 60 points per game. So uh, when I'm looking at Northland, the main thing I want to look at, and this was really exposed last year in the 2A state championship, is can the team they're playing hold on to the dang bogs? If they can, they have a good shot of beating Northland. And I take a look at West Sioux. Uh, they have 227 turnovers on the year over 24 games. So that's definitely less than 10. I think it's about 9, maybe 8 turnovers per game, which is a lot better than Trainer and Boyden Hall have. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you take a look, and this is why later on I'll get to this. I chose one particular team to play Northland in the next round. Is because if the other team were to play, it'd just be not fun at all to watch. But um, man, yeah, Westu, they're okay at holding on to the ball, but you almost have to be elite at holding on to the ball if you want to beat Northland. And um, yeah, Westu good, but they're not great at that aspect. So I think it'll be a close one. Uh, it'll definitely be 60s, 70s, maybe even 80s points for each team, but I will take Northland and its slight advantage over West Sioux. After that game, we have a 6.30 game between Trainer and Pella Christian. The winner of that faces the winner of Northland and West Sioux. And uh, taking a look quick at BC Moore, and Trainer is ranked third in Class 2A, while Pella Christian is ranked ninth in 2A. Uh, schedule, obvious, obvious win for uh, Pella Christian there. They're playing nothing but like 3A, 4A teams the entire year. So they definitely have the number one rank in schedule. While Trainer, not so much. They have mostly 1A teams they're playing. 47th ranked in, this, in 1A, sorry, 2A on the schedules. This is out of 96 teams. So not a great schedule, but not a bad one either. Uh, then we take a look at the offense and Trainer has a slight advantage there. They score about 68 points per game compared to Pella Christian 66. And then defensive average, take a look at Trainer. They're giving up about 43 points per game compared to Pella Christian's 60 points per game. But the big thing is, is like, you take a look at who are they playing, and it's Pella Christian playing who they got. They got Pella ranked second in 2A, I mean, second in 3A. You got Norwalk ranked one in 3A. And uh, they even got a dub <laughs> against Norwalk, so that is really scary. I take a look at that, and recently they've just been dominating. They dominated South Hamilton. They uh, dominated Des Moines Christian just to get here. Uh, then you take a look at what a trainer do to get here. They have played no one <laughs> as of late. Uh, they beat... Panorama, they beat Tri-Center, Shenandoah. Not really a lot of good teams. No one ranked top 10 in the state of Iowa in any class. 
So uh, give me Pella Christian to take down Trainer in this one. Uh, then after that one, we have Boyden Hall versus uh, Woodward Granger. And uh, you take a look at this one, and you'd say that Boyden Hall probably has the advantage, but I don't think it's that easy. Uh, Boyden Hall has the 13th hardest schedule in Class 2A, coming from the Siouxland. And then you take a look at Monticello, and they have the 21st rank. So Boyden Hall with a pretty good schedule. Monticello with a worse but still not bad schedule. The offense definitely goes to Boyden Hall in that aspect because they put up 70 points per game compared to Monticello's 56. But the defense on Monticello might just do the trick for Boyden Hall. They give up 38 points per game compared to Boyden Hall's 51. And they have the second best defense as far as giving up points goes in the Class 2A. So there's definitely more to this than just Boyden Hall with a higher average and a higher rank. But um, I think in the end, Boyden Hall can take them down just because I think they're just better than Woodward Granger. But I don't think it'll be a, like, it's not going to be a blowout by any means. It'll be a dogfight. But I think Boyden Hall can pull that out. So give me Boyden Hall over Woodward Granger. Uh, then we have the next morning, on the Tuesday morning, we have, I'm going to Google this name because I have never said it right. If someone from this town is listening, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, man. I'm just going to say Kamache. I'm going to say Kamache. <laughs> Kamakach. But why? Why I think about this? Um, you really think of last year and no spoilers. But uh, last year's two A championship might just be the same thing this year, and it's really going to be difficult to see just how these two teams have changed in a year's time. And uh, we'll get to that later. But Comanche, Comanche. All right, Comanche versus Monticello. And, uh, whoops, I think I said Monticello earlier. Sorry, Woodward Granger is going to lose to Boyd Hall, in my opinion. Uh, then we have Comanche playing Monticello. And uh, this one actually is looking to be a really good game. Uh, Comanche is ranked 6th, while Monticello is ranked 8th in the state in state for 2A. Uh, the schedule is pretty close. They're both from the same conference, so... I'm not even going to talk about the schedule at that point. <laughs> uh, offensive average definitely goes to Comanche, and they have they score 70 points per game compared to Monticello's 56. And then defense average, Monticello only gives up 38 points per game compared to Comanche's 48. So because of that, uh, if we're talking state, a lot of teams can't shoot right away because... Take it from my personal experience. You take a look at that rim in Wells Fargo Arena, and the closest thing to a background, you, you usually have a wall there, but like, there's nothing behind it at all. So that's definitely going to be difficult, especially in a first round. So I would take a defense over offensive team at that aspect. So I'm going to take Monticello beating Comanche in round one. Uh, we take a look at that. We move to round two, and... Uh, 
The first game in round two is going to be on Tuesday at 6.30. It's going to be between Boyden Hall and Monticello. And um, I like this matchup. It's uh, two teams who I basically already previewed accidentally in the first round. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to take Boyden Hall in this one. But uh, we're going to take a look at these two teams real quick. Schedule basically identical. Boyden Hall is the offensive advantage, and Monticello is the defensive advantage. But uh, I think this game might actually be a better game than it is than it was in the first round for both teams. But give me Boyden Hall over Monticello, not just because they're in the Siouxland, but because they're a better team. After that game, we take a look at Pella Christian versus North Lynn. And uh, this one is really a battle of great schedule, like battle-tested, thick and thin, versus just a dominant team. And um, this one, I think, is going to be a good one. Obviously, I've said that for most of these games, but... Uh, this one really will. It's the ultimate showing of a team who doesn't have a great record but plays amazing teams versus a team who does not play amazing teams but has a really good record. And, um, yeah, obviously the record will go to Northland and uh, their schedule not even close to as good as Pella Christians. But their offensive rating and their defense ratings far superior than Pella Christian. Uh, let me take a look. Again, when... I'm seeing teams play um, North Lynn. I really want to see like their turnovers because that's how North Lynn makes a living, is off your turnovers. So we take a look at Pella Christian, and they have 281 turnovers on the year, which is not great. <laughs> but they are playing these amazing teams. So I give them a little bit boost for that, but uh, it's just not enough to beat North Lynn so I will take Northland over Pella Christian in a classic. And then after that, we take a look at the um, consolation game between Monticello and Pella Christian. This will be taking place on, I believe that's a Thursday, on Thursday at 11.55 for whoever it is. But for my prediction, I'm going to say it's Monticello versus Pella Christian. And I take a look at Monticello and... Sorry, it's 3A. <laughs> I take a look at Monticello, and uh, they have not as good of a schedule as Pella Christian, but a decent one. They have the offensive advantage. I'm sorry, Pella Christian has the offensive advantage, but Monticello is the defensive advantage. Monticello averages 38 points against them, and they have 56 points scored in the game, while Pella Christian averages 66 points a game and gives up about 60 but, again, that the whole schedule thing is huge to me because Pella Christian, especially when it's this good, you really haven't seen the best of them, and they're still, they still have a winning record against 3A and 4A teams. So give me Pella Christian beating Monticello in the Constellation Championship. Then we take a look at the 2A state championship between rematch Boyden Hall and North Lynn. And if this happens, I really want to see this one because it's really a question of how have these teams grown in the last year because Boyne Hall last year, that was just an ugly performance, just letting Northland take advantage of them every single time down the court. And Northland was getting exactly what they wanted last year from Boyne Hall. But I think 
Turnovers haven't been great for Boyden Hall. They've had 287 of them this year in 24 games. So definitely if you're above that 10 turnovers per game mark, that is not a good sign. But I think with that coaching staff they have at Boyden Hall, they're going to be able to recognize that and maybe plant in a good system to go in the state championship. And um, if history shows anything, it's that you don't beat Boyden Hall in the state championship two years in a row. So I will take Boyden Hall over Northland in the state championship. Just for the heck of it, I'm going to take them by three. <laughs> it's going to be a good one for sure. So I have Boyne Hall winning the Class 2A state championship. Moving on from that one, we're just going to go over 3A and 4A super quick because there's not really any teams around us in those two tournaments. But um, to start that one off, it's going to be between Norwalk and Harlan. I take a look at Northwalk and Harlan. Sorry, Norwalk and Harlan. Norwalk ranked 1 in 3A. Harlan is ranked... 22nd in 3A, not even close. Give me Norwalk. It's, they're just too good. They're too good. I appreciate Harlan and uh, definitely a underdog in making it to states, but that's Norwalk, man. You're not going to beat them. Uh, they have Centerpoint Urbana uh, versus Ballard, and uh, it's tough to um, argue with Centerpoint Urbana's Number one defense of average. They only give up 41 points per game. Take a look at Ballard. And, um... They have the fourth best offense in the nation... Not in the nation. <laughs> in the state for 3A. And they have a slightly better schedule, but... I'm going to take the defense. I'm going to take center point Urbana. And they don't have a bad offense either. They're averaging 56 points per game, which isn't great, but it's good. That would be good enough to get them past Ballard in the first round. I take a look at Mount Vernon versus Clear Creek Amana. And uh, Mount Vernon is ranked fourth in the state for 3A. And then Clear Creek is ranked, if I can find that. Eighteenth. Sorry, that's Clear Lake. Man, these teams are hard to find. <laughs> Clear Creek is ranked 21st. Yeah, not really much to say there. I think Mount Vernon will take them easily. And then uh, Pella versus Sergeant Bluff Luton. And take a look at Pella. They have a 19-5 and record versus Sergeant Bluff Luton, who's ranked, who is, uh, has a 14-10 and record, but in the toughest conference in Class 3A. So, uh... Whew. I think I will take Sergeant Bluff Luton because you take a look at them. They have the her the third hardest schedule and the ninth best defense. Then we take a look at Sergeant at uh, Pella, and they have the thirteenth hardest schedule, first best offense, and the fifty second best defense, which is not great in a class that has sixty four teams. So give me Sergeant Bluff Luton there, though I think it'll be a really close one. We have Norwalk versus Centerpoint Urbana. Um, I really want to go deep in this one because we have Norwalk and Bowen Bourne, who's putting up, I think, 38 points per game. That's insane. Taking on Centerpoint Urbana and the first best offense, I mean, the first best defense. And um, they really haven't gone up against someone who's scoring at least, like, 25 points. And this is Bowen Bourne who's putting up 38, so I don't think they'll have... 
enough of an answer for him to get past Norwalk. So give me Norwalk over center point Urbana. Then we take a look at Mount Vernon versus Sergeant Bluff Luton. And um, Mount Vernon has the 23rd best schedule, 14th best offense, and 6th best defense versus Sergeant Bluff Luton, who has the 3rd best schedule, the 27th best offense, and the 9th best defense. Um, so Mount Vernon might have slightly better numbers. Again, it's very slight. And then you take a look, Mount Vernon has a far better, I'm mean, sorry, Sergeant Bluff has a far better um, schedule. So I'll take that Sergeant Bluff over Mount Vernon, sending to the championship. But before that, we're going to take a look at the constellation between Centerpoint Urbana and Mount Vernon. And um, you take a look at the first best defense versus the sixth best defense. And it's pretty obvious this one's going to be a low scoring game. But then you see Mount Vernon with a better schedule and a better offense. I'm going to take Mount Vernon to win the consolation. Then we take a look at the championship between Narwalk and Sergeant Bluff Luton. And uh, as good as that defense is for Sergeant Bluff Luton, um, it's Bowen Bourne. <laughs> and you take a look at the uh, like the whole score for the entire team on BC Moore. And Norwalk is just far superior above every other team in 3A. So I would take Norwalk over Sergeant Bluff Luton to win the 3A States Championship. And uh, lastly, we're going to take a look at Class 4A. This one's going to be super quick because we, we don't even have a Siouxland team in <laughs> Class 4A. And um, so first round is going to be between Ankeny Centennial and Davenport North. Uh, take a look quick. Ankeny Centennial is ranked first, while Davenport North is down there quite a bit. <laughs> 26th, and that's a class that has 48 teams. So Ankeny Centennial easily. And we have Waukee versus North Scott. Um, Waukee ranks second in the state, while North Scott... Where is North Scott? 11th in the state. So a little closer in the first game. Um, North Scott has the 39th best schedule, while Waukee has the 30th. Waukee has a superior offense, putting up 72 points per game compared to North Scott's 56. And then we have the 15th best defense for um, Waukee. And then we have the first best defense for North Scott. Um, that one's actually going to be a close one, but with Waukee's defense out, that's really going to push North Scott's. I mean, Waukee's offense is going to push North Scott's defense to. They're going to score a little more than what North Scott is used to and uh, give me Waukee in that one. And we have Cedar Falls versus Dowling Catholic in West Des Moines. Uh, Cedar Falls, I believe they're the reigning champions. And um, they have the ninth hardest schedule in Class 4A. And that's compared to Dowling Catholic. And um, they have the first hardest defense. Um, and then you take a look at the offense rating, and Cedar Falls has a better offense rating than um, Dowling. And then they have a slightly worse defense. Cedar Falls has better offense. But uh, recently, they've just gone nuts. Um, they beat Dubuque Hempstead by 9. They beat Lynn Marr by 13. They beat Cedar Rapids Kennedy by 20. And then they beat Dubuque again. <laughs> by 12. 
And then we take a look at what has Dowling Catholic done lately. Still good games, but I just don't think as great. They had that 12-point loss to South to Southeast Polk, and I think that kind of that kind of let me not believe in them as much. So I would take C- Cedar Falls over Dowling Catholic. Then we take a look at Iowa City West versus Ankeny. Iowa City West ranked fourth in Class 4A compared to Ankeny's 10th rank. Then we have um, the 10th hardest schedule for Iowa City West compared to Ankeny's 23rd hardest. They have the worst offense because Iowa City West puts up 56 points per game compared to Ankeny's 66. But Iowa City West has the second best defense in Class 4A, giving up 41 points a game compared to Ankeny's 56. So that really says a lot. I'll take Iowa City West over Ankeny. Second round, we have Ankeny Centennial versus Waukee, which is the top two teams in the state. Um, Ankeny Centennial has the better schedule, even though they play in the same conference. Uh, They have a slightly worse offense. Waukee averages 72 points per game compared to Ankeny Centennial, 69. Uh, Then they have Centennial has a better defense. They only give up 48 points per game compared to Waukee's 52. So, uh, yeah, this one's this one's a tough one. I just want to take a look, like, what have they done lately? And Centennial beat Johnston to get into the state tournament by 16 points. So that, that is quite the statement win for them. And then you have Waukee to get into the tournament. They beat West Des Moines Valley by four. So that was a close one. So, uh... Flip a coin. I'm just going to say Ankeny Centennial will beat Waukee in that one. And then we have Cedar Falls versus Iowa City West. That's the four and five ranked. Iowa City West ranked fourth. Cedar Falls ranked fifth in Class 4A. And uh, schedule is basically the same. They play in the same conference. Offensive advantage definitely goes to Cedar Falls, while the defensive advantage definitely goes to Iowa City West. And... uh, what have they done lately? Iowa City West, just to get there, they beat Pleasant Valley. <laughs> Not really a great win to uh, get in with, but uh, they beat Pleasant Valley by 19. And then you have Cedar Falls. Again, they beat Dubuque Hempstead by quite a bit. But uh, the defense really gets me when you take a look at Iowa City West, and I think they'll overcome Cedar Falls and beat them in the second round. So that makes the consolation game between Waukee and Cedar Falls. And um, I think Waukee is just going to be better than Cedar Falls in that one. So give me Waukee over Cedar Falls. Then we have Ankeny Centennial versus Iowa City West. And uh, I just think if you can get over that, that top bracket, if you can beat Waukee, you basically have the championship wrapped up at that point. Ankeny Centennial has just been dominant all year. So I'll give the 4A state championship to them. Uh, just to overview, I have the 1A state championship as Remsen St. Mary's, the 2A state championship going to Boyden Hall, the 3A state championship going to Norwalk, and the 4A state championship going to Ankeny Centennial. And um, before the state tournament starts, I will make sure to uh, put out a preview game between Northland, not Northland, Boyden Hall. <laughs> And uh, let me just check who they have in the first round because it's not a not a team I heard very much. 
So yeah, I will put out a video that's previewing Boyden Hall and Woodward, Granger, and a little, little mini previews for the other Northwest Iowa teams. So uh, this was Siouxland Ballcast. I'm really excited for the state tournament as it is only two days away. So uh, everyone, if you're listening to this while on the way to Des Moines, please have a safe trip there, and I will see you when I see you. with a three-pointer and count it for he and Gay. Nice high arching shot. Three-pointer for Aaron, Aaron Hayengay. Yep, Aaron Hayengay. <laughs> Nicely done, Aaron. <laughs>